Hello and welcome to The Thought Experiment. I'm Scott Berger, and I'm here to guide you through a series of hypothetical journeys through mathematics, physics, and philosophy. This week, we're continuing the quantum series with quantum tunneling, teleportation for the real world. The year is 1928. George Gamow, the author of uh, several good books, including 1, 2, 3, Infinity, which I highly suggest people check out, uh, solves alpha decay which is a process when a helium nucleus, or an alpha particle, is ejected from the uranium atom. Now, nuclei are pretty hard to pull apart given that much of matter that we deal with is hard stuff. It takes an enormous amount of energy to split an atom, out of which an atom must climb what's called a Coulomb potential. A Coulomb potential is like a gentle sloping mountain when, after getting to the peak, there is a straight down canyon. George Gamow was the first to show that particles locked inside of this canyon had only one way out, through the quantum tunnel. Now, to be fair, quantum tunneling really isn't so much of a thought experiment as a verified real thing, but it's really not quite what people imagine it to be. First, let's picture a particle as a wave due to the quantum revolution of the last podcast. An electron comes in and bounces off a barrier, and in this wave model, it waves in and reflects off. So what? Well, Imagine that every time the electron came into contact with that barrier, it had to roll a pair of billion-sided dice. Now, if the dice come up snake eyes, the particle gets a free ride through the barrier. This gives a fanciful reaction to tunneling, wherein if I were to walk headfirst into a door for eternity, someone unaware would assume I'm crazy, but really I'm trying to get through the door by having all the particles in my body tunnel through. A better way of visualizing this, since wave particles are kind of hard to think of, is driving across the Swiss Alps. Obviously, you can't drive over the peak of the Matterhorn, so what you do is you drive through the mountain itself, taking a much easier path, a tunnel. A particle does somewhat of the same thing. Since it can't get to the peak, it takes an easier, though more unlikely, route through the Coulomb potential. So, quantum tunneling, how can this apply to real, everyday, physical, tangible life? Well, for one, if we didn't have tunneling, we wouldn't be here. Now, the sun's processes of nuclear fusion work, sure, but the process by which they work, you probably didn't know. We can use two equations. One is the familiar Coulomb potential equation, and the other is the Stefan-Boltzmann law. I'll let you Google those as opposed to flooding this podcast with all sorts of crazy math. Now, we can show that the temperature needed for nuclear fusion is too high for the sun to possibly get to. What we do is we take one equation, which is virtually all constants and set it equal to the other equation, which is virtually all constants minus uh, the variable for temperature, and we just do a simple thing of calculating the temperature. Ironically, the temperature according to this model doesn't come out quite as what we expected. The temperature at the center of the sun, or even in the parts where nuclear fusion is supposed to be happening, doesn't get high enough according to this model in order to overcome this Coulomb potential. According to quantum mechanics, the sun shouldn't be fusing hydrogen into helium at all. 
clearly something is amiss. If we have the fusion temperature predicted to be something much, much higher than what the sun actually is, how can we possibly have nuclear fusion going on at all? Well, remember that we said we rolled a couple of billion-sided die to determine the elect if the electron zapped through a surface or not? Imagine now billions and billions of atoms all rolling dies they bumped into one another in the sun. With this staggering number of particles zipping about, surely one's going to get snake eyes. In fact, it happens quite a lot, given that there's so many particles hitting one another. Nuclear fusion is the end result of quantum tunneling. Without the improbability of two atoms tunneling through a mountain of potential energy to release that energy into the solar system, we wouldn't have a heat source for the planet Earth, let alone people. One wonders, what possibilities could there be for us, more practical possibilities, if quantum tunneling could work for our advantage as probable and as often as we like? Well, the most obvious that comes to mind is passing through solid matter. While we like not to pass through a floor that we're standing on or a seat that we're sitting on, we sure would like to get places that would seemingly impossible for us to get to. Yet, there are two consequences to this, and the first that comes to mind are the bad ones. Invasion of privacy, namely. Granted, if the ability to tunnel through solid matter were possible, the technology granting such supernatural feats would be scarce and very hard to get a hold on. We need not worry about bank robbers tunneling into the vault if they can't get the device in the first place. Secondly, there are the good aspects of tunneling. If we could harness the awesome power of quantum probability for our own use at any time, we could have found all the energy in the universe we would ever need. All matter is made up of atoms. Nuclear reactors today get energy through some matter that is unstable. They plunge this into water to make steam in order to drive turbines, like a hydroelectric dam, sort of. Only the radioactive waste left over is a long-term problem that lasts for thousands and thousands of years. Nuclear fusion, however, leaves only stable elements in its wake. Hydrogen to helium, for example. There's no danger of helium for the next thousand years unless you're keen on your voice sounding normal. If we had the power to have tunneling work at any time, we could fuse hydrogen into helium in controlled samples, giving us the nuclear furnace of the sun here on Earth the ultimate energy source that is the most efficient by far in the universe would have been unlocked for us to play with. I think that's well worth the risk of a few misfits that you could count the number on your hand of how many people would do bad things with something so ubiquitous. Allow me to add one final caveat. When I said that we would have the nuclear furnace of the sun here on Earth, I don't literally mean the scorching temperatures of plasma flowing in the streets burning everything in their path. If we had the power to harness quantum tunneling for whatever purposes we wish, and we use that for burning hydrogen and helium, we would do it in such small trace amounts that it wouldn't blow up the Earth or set everything on fire. This is because when we take two hydrogen atoms and push them close enough together, and then using our quantum probability machine, whatever that would look like, have them quantum tunnel so they come face to face with each other, they fall down that potential barrier canyon and let off a huge amount of energy. Now the energy between two hydrogen atoms fusing is very, very low, but if we take a whole tank full of hydrogen gas and apply our quantum machine to it, we would get a very substantial amount of energy. Similarly, if we have the end result of that, which would be helium, and we take the end result of, say, another experiment across the globe, and we take those two, we can fuse those 
into the next element down the line, lithium. And we can go further and further down the periodic table up to iron. And after that point, we have to develop some sort of supernova technology to fuse even further, but in that case, we would be blowing up the Earth. So to close, quantum tunneling is a highly improbable consequence of the mind-bending world of quantum mechanics. Its application to us right now is insignificant, more or less, unless written on a blackboard in a classroom. Yet, if we can pool our technology and resources to find a better way of getting a grip on such slippery theory of atomic physics, we may have unlocked the holy grail of the sun in the form of a place on Earth that will liberate us from our dependence on scarce and expensive resources.